Soul and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. We are just a few shows away from our season finale, and I can barely believe that this podcast is just a little over a year old. Why, I remember back when I first started it, and I am so honored and humbled by your continued support of the growth of the Simmers Digest podcast and associated franchises. But that's enough reminiscing. Let's get into today's episode. We have a great one. We have a brand new Simmer feature. Bex has Nerdeth in the studio this week, while Soli Sims invited Nectar and Newcrest to stop by from the gallery, so we could get to know them a little bit better. Star brings us a brand new look at some of the latest Spark story submissions. We've got a plethora of Simmers Digest-related challenges for you this week. Our CC Queen Lady Sweetheart puts the spotlight on a brand new, brilliant CC cast creator. Hip Hip Renee has another brilliant building tip for you. And we wrap up the episode with your Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Free Play news. Whew! We've got a lot of show to get through today, so sit back, boot up your current work in progress, and get ready to enjoy the 48th episode of your favorite Sims and Sims community-based podcast, because here it is. Our Simmer feature this week is an absolute delight. She builds, she collaborates, she creates LPs, and my personal favorites are her challenge videos. I am thrilled to introduce you to Miss Unfortunate. One watch of almost any of her videos and you will feel like you have met your long lost friend. She does not take herself too seriously, has a fantastic sense of humor, and has a fun time with all things Sims. Her building skills are on point and always a delight to watch and listen to her discuss through what she is building and often ties in her personal life stories while building as well. You will feel like she has been building and talking directly to you. Do yourself a favor and check out her Victorian 10-minute build challenge, but be prepared to cry laughing as she loses all track of time and the build itself. And don't forget to check out her full page feature at SimmersDigest.com today. From there, you can get connected with her and her very entertaining content. Soul Simmers, it's me, Bex, and I am here once again, super duper duper excited to be interviewing another amazing Sims content creator. This week on the show, we have Nerdith. Let's all give her a super duper awesome welcome here. Hi, thank you so much for having me on the show, Bex. This is so exciting and I'm so happy to be here. We're super pumped to have you. So my first question, obviously I have to ask, how long have you been playing The Sims? 
I've been playing The Sims for as long as I can remember. It's definitely one of the big games that I got into when I was younger. It was actually my auntie that introduced me to the game. She had The Sims 1 on the PlayStation. So it obviously wasn't the same as the PC version because the console versions back then were totally different games. Like it was not like the PC port that you get now, but I was hooked. I remember within like an hour, my first sim had already starved to death and peed herself multiple times and I was devastated. But it kind of spiraled from there. I eventually got it for the PC along with the party expansion pack. And I just, it was so crazy. I loved it. Um, my real love for The Sims did not properly start until I started playing The Sims 2. That was when I got really invested into my Sims and into their families and their houses and their story and it all just kind of spiralled from there. Though honestly I have been playing The Sims for far too long. <laughs> Is there really such a thing as too long playing The Sims? I don't think so. <laughs> My next question is, what is your favourite in-game item? This is a really tough one. I mean, honestly, the item that I use most is probably the super subtle saucer light. You know, that tiny little spotlight. But I feel that's a really boring item <laughs> to be my favourite. Um, Jungle Adventure is probably... It's probably one of the best game packs, in my opinion, purely for the build and buy. I am obsessed with the tiles that come in that pack. I just love the colours and I like the contrast between them. So I definitely overuse them a lot. I also overuse like the hanging grass that comes with that. I really like doing that in my gardens, even though it doesn't fit in like 90% of the sim worlds. Another thing I think is really fun is actually base game, I think. It's like the old crow wood burning cook stove or something. I love that stove so much. It only fits like certain style houses, but I just think it's so pretty. Though if I didn't pick the super subtle saucer light, I would definitely have to say the tiles that come with Jungle Adventure are a must have in my game. I use those tiles from Jungle Adventure in almost every single one of my builds. So I am with you there. Speaking of Jungle Adventure, which not really speaking of Jungle Adventure, but in terms of packs for The Sims 4, I want to pick your brain and find out what your favorite stuff pack is. For me, 100%, it would have to be Tiny Living. Like I cannot praise this pack high enough. I think this is probably the best value for money out of all the Sims 4 stuff packs. It just comes with so many nice items, with so many nice swatches, and I feel like the items are also really versatile in this pack. Like, you can use them in so many different types of home, whereas a lot of the other packs come with very specific stylized items that it's hard to fit into your everyday builds. Whereas with this, I just think there's so much reusability with them, and that's what I like. Personally, I don't even really build tiny homes that much, but that whole aspect of gameplay is really interesting as well. So no, if you could only have one Sims 4 staff pack, I would definitely recommend Tiny Living. Like, you would not regret it. Definitely my favourite, hands down. I have to agree with you on that Tiny Living. I also like the way Tiny Living can pair very well with Eco Lifestyle. Uh, love that. So I was checking out your channel and I noticed that you have a lot of Sims 2 content, which I absolutely love. What is your favorite thing about The Sims 2 versus the other iterations of the game? The Sims 2 is definitely my favorite Sims game in the franchise. I don't even think it's a nostalgia thing for 
The Sims 2 being like the first main Sims game I really got into. I just think the game is still really fun. Like it has aged exceptionally well for being 16 years old. And I think what I like best about The Sims 2 compared to other iterations of the game would be the personality that the game has, the lore that is included in the game. Like for example, the three base Max's hoods are so well developed. You have Pleasant View, for example, where the main story here is Bella Goth is abducted by aliens, but no one really knows what happens. You know, she was last seen on Don Lothario's deck, but he's engaged her daughter Cassandra now. What's happening here? Dina Goth moved into town the night she disappeared and is now wanting to marry Mortimer. Is it for money? And then you have this whole other subplot going on where Brandy Broke might have murdered her husband in the pool. <laughs> then you have the whole alien town of Strange Town where, you know, there's this super angry military man and he's like raising his kids in a boot camp. And you have this little alien guy just raising his family, wanting to settle down. You have alien pregnancies. Then you have Olive Spectre who has all these dead husbands buried in her garden and has literally had a baby with death. And then obviously there's Veronaville, which is based on like Shakespearean stories and it's just there's so much personality in the game and that's what I really miss in the newer versions like there's not there's not the same story there's not the same attachment to the pre-made sims like the sims 2 I think is the only game where playing the pre-made sims is more fun than making your own I just love it so much interesting I never played the sims 2 myself i've seen a lot of content on it and a lot of gameplay on it and i never got a chance to play it myself but i love hearing the stories from the pre-made sims specifically the bella goth series like what is going on with her um so on your channel i noticed that there is a lot of different kinds of gameplay and i wonder what your favorite mechanic of the game overall would be I think my favourite game mechanic is definitely more prevalent in the older versions of The Sims, particularly Sims 2 and 3. So I really enjoy the wants and fears system in The Sims 2 and the wishes system in The Sims 3. The way I play my game is I do like a wants-based playstyle. So whatever my sim rolls a want to do, whether that be gaining a skill, quitting their job, marrying someone, that is the direction that I take that sim in. I just think it's more interesting following what my sim wants to do rather than what I want them to do. Because obviously I want my sims to do well. You know, I want them to clean their house. I want them to get straight A's, get a good job, you know, max their career. But that's really boring if you do the same thing with every single family you play. So I really like that system where, you know, chance plays a part. I think the whim system in The Sims 4, which is now off by default, so a lot of people don't even play with that, definitely need some work to sort of compare to the older versions like the whims in the sims 4 are more sort of fleeting things they want like buy a bee box like if you buy if you have seasons that's usually the first thing your sim wants when they move into a lot is to buy a bee box whereas that doesn't really influence their life it just it's just a lot more shallow I think but that's definitely my favorite game mechanic is the sort of want system in the game that's really interesting. Uh, I've only played Sims 1 and Sims 4, so the want system um, that I'm most familiar with is the whim system from Sims 4, and I kind of feel like the reason I play with it off is because I don't, I don't agree with... <laughs> build a one-by-one one swimming pool. <laughs> I just, I agree with you. It definitely is really shallow and it could use a lot of work. And I feel like if the Sims 4 team worked on that, that could be really great. 
So something I've been asking everybody who comes on the show is what advice would you give to up and coming simmers? Something that you wish you would have known when you started. I'm definitely still in my infancy in Sims content creation, so I'm not entirely sure how helpful my advice will be. But my number one top tip to someone just starting out or considering starting would be networking. A lot of people who begin a Sims sort of journey like this, they expect their videos to just blow up. They expect to be like a weekend and already have a thousand subscribers. That is 100% not realistic. In your first however many videos, you'll be lucky to get a couple of views. The only way your channel will grow and the only way that, you know, you'll get exposure and get your content out there is by networking. In your early days, your biggest support network is going to be other Sims content creators. They are going to be the ones that actively, you know, watch your videos, hype you up, leave you comments, sort of push you to keep going. If you're not part of the Sims community, the Sims community will not find you and they are your target audience. So whatever, you know, format you want to be a part of the community, you know, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, you know, there is a Sims community all over, you know, you can find them, but you need to get in there. You need to hype up other creators. You need to engage with their content. The best way to get people to engage with you is if you engage with them. I definitely feel, you know, networking is one of the most important things you can do when you're just starting out. Honestly, that is some sage wisdom that I personally am adding to Bex's list of things to start doing. So thank you for sharing your wisdom on that. I appreciate it. Uh, Networking is important and that's kind of what this podcast is. It's a way for us to network, right? So that's awesome. Um, So speaking of networking, could you go ahead and give us one simmer that you want people to know about? people should go check this person out right now. Who would that be? This is probably the most difficult question so far. I mean, every sort of Sims content creator that I follow, I think deserves a bigger following and more recognition than they get. However, there is one in particular that I will mention here, which is the other Eliza. She is just such a positive force in the Sims community. You know, she is by far one of the biggest supporters I had quite early on. You know, she just, she's there in every video. She comments, she likes what you do. You know, she's just, she's just honestly one of the nicest people out there. And she definitely deserves more recognition for what she does. You know, she streams on Twitch now. She's just made affiliate. Uh, She does like speed build. She has a let's play. She's giving Eliza pancakes her best life. And I just love the sort of jokey nature with her being the other Eliza because Eliza Pancakes is Queen of the Sims. Like, we all know that. (laughs) And But my personal Queen of the Sims would be the other Eliza. So I definitely think she is a simmer to check out. She actually is a really great person. I follow her on Twitter and I love all of her interactions. She's super supportive. So I'm with you there. And anybody who can give Eliza pancakes their best life deserves recognition. Okay, so before we wrap up, I want you to tell everybody after this podcast is over one series on your channel that they need to go watch. I mean, honestly, I think it's just take the week off work and just binge everything I have on my channel. Everything's amazing. (laughs) 
Um, but no, one series in particular that I really enjoy and I always have fun with is my Sims 2 Pleasant View series. That is my my definite favourite. So if you could only watch one of my sort of playlists, definitely check out Let's Play Pleasant View. Well, Nerdith, I want to thank you so much for spending your time here in the studio today. I love your energy. Um, so everybody go ahead and check her out on the interwebs. And before we go, why don't you go ahead and tell us where we can find you? Thank you so much for having me on the show, Bex. This has been the best time. I have absolutely loved it. I am pretty active in the Sims community, so you can find me on YouTube, Twitter, and Tumblr, all under the name Nerdith. I also have an Instagram and a Twitch account. They are under the name Nerdith Plays. I haven't started streaming on Twitch yet, but that is hopefully coming in the very near future, so please do keep an eye out for that. Um, but no, this has been such an honour being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It was an absolute pleasure. Well, you heard it here, folks. Go check Nerdith out all over the internet, and I look forward to seeing who we're going to have here next week. So why don't you all have a beautiful day, and I'll talk to you later. Dag, dag. It's Dasha's here, back with another Machinima segment. You may not have heard me for a while, I apologise. I was without a working mic for a while and then the podcast went on a little break. But I'm happy to be back and showcasing Machinima for you to watch. I've been wanting to share with you some of the storytelling entries for the Spart Golden Age Challenge where our simmers have to think of a unique story involving elders. Because, let's face it, there's not much for the elders to do in Sims and you have to get pretty creative. Storytellers have only three minutes to tell their unique stories, so the time limit in itself is so challenging. First off, we have Llama Mama by The Girl with a Plum Bob Tattoo. This is a voiceover story narrated by the creator and it tells us a story of an elderly couple very much happy with their so-called retired life. They adore spending time with their grandchildren, but they have a huge family secret. When their grandchildren leave them for the day, they manifest themselves into a crime-fighting superhero duo called Mama Llama. With costumes and all, even their cute dog scrubs up to fight the bad guys. I really loved their superhero outfits and the use of the superhero mod by Sacrificial for the fight scene. You can find the video on the girl with the plum bobs tattoos YouTube channel, so make sure you check it out. And next we have Helena by Orfeo. I honestly love the style of this video and the creativity of it. The whole story is told in Simlish with subtitles and I really like the way the story was told here. First, we get to see the elder, Helena, through the eyes of her grandchild. At first glance, Helena just seems like your average, ordinary grandma, but then it transitions smoothly into Helena's voice. She tells us that now she is free and she wants to live out her own dreams of becoming a tattoo artist and rock star. I love the way the creator used music here to emphasise the tone of the story too. Does Helena achieve her dreams of becoming a cool rock star? You'll have to watch to find out. You can find their video titled Helena on Orfeo's YouTube channel, spelled out O-R-F-F-E-O. That's all from me, folks. Until next time, keep shining and I'll see you soon. Bye.
I am Soli Sims, and welcome to From the Gallery, a segment on the podcast where we get to know more about the amazing creators who fill the gallery with their stunningly creative and unique Bills and Sims. Today, I will be featuring an amazing creator whose bills caught my attention for the details put into it, as well as the creative designs. I'd like to welcome Nectarine Newcrest to the show. Now, before we jump into the nitty-gritty of your Sims creations, please share a little bit about yourself to let our listeners get to know you a bit. Tell us your origin ID and your favorite thing or things to create in the Sims. Well, I'm a Swedish Simmer. I go by Nectar in Newcrest, or sometimes only Nectar, and that's also my name on origin. Uh, I like to mostly build uh, and mostly modern builds. Okay. Here on the podcast, we love getting to know Simmers and making lasting connections. What are three things you'd like to share with our listeners about yourself? Oh, um, so when I'm not playing The Sims, I love watching series. Uh, right now I'm watching Angel, a spin-off series from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is one of my all-time favorites. I... Um, Also, this year I got my uh, master's degree. I'm really proud of that. Uh, So that's something about me that you maybe didn't know. And uh, also um, about the recent Star Wars pack, I'm actually really excited for it and I really like it. Maybe not everyone is, but I am. That is really awesome. Congratulations on the masters. And um, yeah, there are lots of mixed opinions on the Star Wars pack. Yeah. I'm glad that you're enjoying it and I it, I think it's just on how we go about playing the different packs because I mean everything falls in for different tastes of different persons so I'm really glad that you're enjoying the new pack. Yeah and I think I might not play the story more than once but I actually really like the objects and, and they fit in really well with more modern builds or maybe grungy teenage room or things like that. That is true. The build by objects, are, and that's one of the reasons why I always try to get all of the packs because they bring in so many new build and buy objects that just makes our creativity grow. It widens. Yeah, exactly. That's it, yes. You yeah. have so many wonderful uploads on the gallery. What is one of your favorite creations that you are most proud of and why? Uh, thank you. Um, I think my favorite build I've done uh, is also probably one of my most downloaded. It's a modern build in uh, Windenburg, I think. Uh, it's like gray, modern, with a pool in the front and a basement where the bedroom is. And it has windows leading out into the pool. And it's pretty simple build, actually, but I really like how it turned out. And I think... Uh, my followers on the gallery also liked how it turned out. Well, I have seen that build and I can honestly say that it is a very beautiful one. It is very Thank well you. done. <laughs> You're welcome. Where do you draw your inspiration from? I get a lot of inspiration from other simmers on Instagram and on Twitter. I uh, follow some great builders and I I get a lot of ideas from what they do as well. And then I really like to go on walks in my neighborhood and there are 
there's such a mix of new and old buildings and houses and I get a lot of inspiration from that too. That's always a good thing. The fact that we can draw so much inspiration from just everything around us and it just sparks our creativity and allows us to replicate it or um, implement it in our games. Yeah. Is there any particular style you favor over another? And if so, what is it and why? I try, I think, to vary my styles uh, quite a lot when I build, but I always find myself most happy with the modern builds I do. Um, I think they turn out the best, maybe both for pictures and for gameplay. I think they're prettier. Do you showcase any of your amazing creations anywhere other than the gallery? And if so, where can we check them out? You can check me out on Instagram, there where I post every day and I post all of my builds there. And then I'm also on Twitter, but not as active, maybe. I can honestly say that I am so thankful for you taking time out of your day to meet with me. It has been wonderful getting to know you better. And to all our listeners out there, be sure to give Nectar in Newcrest a follow on the gallery. And don't forget to drop a comment or two. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. Thanks for stopping by. And if you would like to be featured here on the podcast, the website, on Twitter and Instagram, be sure to tag your gallery uploads with the hashtag Simmers Digest. From all of us here at Simmers Digest, I am Soli Sims and we cannot wait to see what you create. challenges we have going on here at Simmers Digest. Most of you probably know that we have our second ever cast challenge going on right now. It is called Dress My Sim and the details can be found at SimmersDigest.com. Just click the link at the top of the main page. To sum it up, we have a fashion forward sim who is trying to prepare a whole new wardrobe for next season and they need your help. Get our sim dressed, one outfit per each category, seasonal wear is optional, no CC please, and get them uploaded to the gallery no later than October 17th. Be sure to add the tag DRESSMYSIM2, which is how you can also find the base sim to dress presently, or grab them right from our site. Next, I am excited to announce our October build challenge. Yes, I know we are a bit late to the start of October challenge, but fear not, we will be giving you plenty of time to take this build challenge on. For starters, we have a great picture to inspire and spark your creative juices for this month's build challenge. You'll have until November 1st this round to get your builds completed and upload it to the gallery using the tag SDBuild6. No CC. Get creative and tours of the builds will be taking place on Twitch and featured on her YouTube channel as well. The details can be found again at SimmersDigest.com. Yes, that is right. You heard correctly. We are expanding our reaches to Twitch to help showcase and celebrate your amazing creativity even more. 
You can check out our channel at twitch.tv forward slash Simmers Digest, and we are currently working on a regular schedule to showcase your amazing creations, highlight your creativity, and connect with you. You can even join us for our first broadcast this Sunday at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard or 5 o'clock p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, where we will be touring the September Bill Challenge submissions. We are tentatively looking at regular broadcasts on Sunday, but we'll be putting out a few polls on Twitter to get feedback about times for future broadcasts. We look forward to checking out your submissions for the Dress My Sim Challenge as well as your October builds. Again, get the details, links, and see the images to all of the challenges mentioned here at ZimmersDigest.com. This is Lady Sweetheart, and I am here with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week, we shine the spotlight on a creator by the name of Gopples Me, who creates some amazing cast alpha style CC. One of my personal favorites is their eyebrow collection, which contains such a wide variety of styles, shapes, and colors. I also really love many of their makeup items. It always seems like you can find something perfect for your sim, and it looks great both in cast as well as in game. I especially love their eyeliners and lip glosses, which always seem to have the perfect opacity and shading. They also do a number of eyes, skins, and overlays you can use for your sims. Needless to say, Gopples Me is one of my absolute favorite Alpha CC creators. If you're looking for some amazing cast CC, look no further than Gopples Me. This has been Lady Sweetheart with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey, Super Simmer. Yes, you. We get it. Playing The Sims in all its forms on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. After all, your Sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you. multiple of the same object quickly and easily by just holding down the shift key on your keyboard? 
For more tips like this, visit my Building 101 series on YouTube by searching for Hip Hip Renee. I'm Soli Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. The beginning of a new month brought a series of expected and important changes to the Sims community. Sims Freeplay finally revealed the gamut of candy colorful events. Sims Mobile rolled out the newest treasure hunt game mechanic with promises of a sweet treats event to follow soon afterward. And Sims 4 began its first round of complexion correcting patches with a few added surprises. In Sims Freeplay, after weeks of waiting and wondering, free players finally received the list of new events that would occupy them during October. In addition to an October 5th Share Your Care Live event that endows the participating player with living care bears, rainbow colored doors, striped flags, and lollipop growing hedges, Freeplay will also offer players a combination of new and old fan favorite events. October 6 brought the Downtown Developer 3 event through this rollout was not without hiccups. Players soon discovered they could not build what they needed for the event and gurus soon investigated and corrected the issue. On October 12, the beloved Ghost Flustered event will return. The event awards players with fantasy skin colors such as red, green, blue and more. Stay tuned on the Sims Digest website for exclusive walkthroughs to help you with this event. A second season of Influence Island begins on October 16th, this time offering a collection of sleek kitchen cabinets, stoves, and mini fridges alongside a few bedroom pieces like beds, sofas, and fireplaces. Simchase Season 20 initiates October 20th and brings a host of Halloween-themed items like bare monstrous trees, moon lamps, jack-o'-lanterns, the coveted trick-or-sweet bear, and much more. Daring Do's, a hobby event that awards the player female hairstyles, returns to the game October 29th, and Simmers can expect a new maternity event on that day as well. If this were not all, the Paperboy will deliver twice the rewards between October 28th and November 7th. I now pass you on to Techno with the Sims Mobile and Sims 4 News. Thank you, Soli. While The Sims Mobile had already unveiled their new treasure hunt event, which began September 28th, the developers also released blog notes that further described what simmers can expect in the coming weeks. Developers made a large improvement to the Llama Zoom mechanic. Task cards that used to ask for any relationship, career, or hobby event now only ask for any event. This means eco-workshop, treasure hunting, and sweet treat events now count towards standard and long Llama Zoom task cards. In addition, the likelihood of these any event cards increased in this patch. Sims Mobile developers also noted that the Foxbury Institute sweet treats would begin October 12th and offer players a plethora of items. For the full list of items, check out SimmersDigest.com and just click on the News tab. A Curious Wumples event triggered in-game October 4th offering players a jail cell toilet and soap shelf. No, we aren't kidding. There will be another Wumples event on October 18th, but those prizes have not yet been announced. Lastly, the patch added new items to Eco Workshop. Players can now craft soft launch loyalty rewards, such as a suit of armor, a bear outfit, 
and a plushman's lounge robe. Players can also craft a few items from an older Illamonte quest. Suits, a frilled shirt for women, and a sweatsuit top. Meanwhile, Sims 4 unleashed a patch of their own on October 6th. This patch, meant to correct existing splotchy skin tones, opened to mixed reviews. Game changers and YouTubers alike pointed out that the color around Sims' noses, eyes, and mouths is still inconsistent. This color correction accompanied a surprise, free base game update to celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month. In a pop-up Twitch stream, SimGuru shared that the skin tone update would include a few casts and build items to celebrate Hispanic culture. Bright jerseys and jackets bearing the butterfly, a symbol of peace migration, can now be found in Sim. Simmers can also enjoy brand new grills, fresh cultural grill recipes, and lovely murals in Build By. Many simmers are still eagerly looking forward to hints about the next Sims 4 expansion pack, and they are lifting their eyes to December, when Maxis has promised new skin tones and skin tone sliders in an upcoming patch. For more details and a closer look at many of the screenshots, be sure to take a look at SimmersDigest.com. Our team is working around the clock to keep you updated on all things Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, along with highlighting many members of our community. From all of us here at SDNN, stay safe, wash your hands, vote, and happy simming. I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode. I have had an absolute blast getting to know more simmers, feature your content, and talk more about our favorite game. And we have a lot more in store for you each week. Why, did you know that we even have an Instagram account? We use the platform to showcase your amazing creations, alert you to news about The Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, and create unique video content and stories there. Be sure to check it out this week. We'd love to check out your feeds, drop some hearts, and share your content on our stories and more. While I know the team just took a week off, I personally have a lot going on this next week with my personal life. So we will be back October 24th with a brand new episode of the podcast. But I can tell you that we are cooking up some mighty tasty new segments and getting ready to bring you a spectacular season finale on Halloween. As I shared earlier, we are launching our Twitch channel this Sunday, October 11th, and would love to see you in the chat as we explore the amazing submissions to our September Build Challenge. And, as you know, Simmer's Digest is always growing and looking to explore new avenues to increase our engagement and connections with you. It's our commitment to always keep you up to date, so we will continue to keep everything you may want to know about the Simmer's Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, Simmer TV, our Let's Watch series, and so much more. Our Simmer's Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. I could not make this show happen without an amazing and ever-growing crew. You can connect with them by checking out the About tab on our website today. And of course, I would like to thank them right here. Thank you, Hip Hip Renee, Silken Sims, Starshuz, Peafrog Sims, It's Physics Jim, Sully Sims, Retha Sims, Lady Sweetheart, Alaren, Basically Bex, and Miss Fina for your continued support and brilliant creativity you bring to the show each week. 
and all of the energy you put forth to help support our amazing community and all of its members. I would also like to thank the moderators, managers, docents, and members of the Simmer Society on Discord. All week long, they keep the conversation lively, send in fantastic new videos, builds, sims, and more to feature both here and in the digital pages of our Simmers Digest magazine. I love spending hours each day connecting with Simmers and collaborating there, as well as with the brilliant members of the Plum Bob Academy and the Sim Streamers and YouTubers group on Facebook. And lastly, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want more Simmer-related content, look no further than the Simmer's Digest magazine from our Flipboard magazine. Just a few flips and you may discover someone new, imaginative build ideas, great YouTube channels, and so much more. Please consider following us on Twitter, checking out our website, SimmersDigest.com, connecting with us on Pinterest, or even favoriting our page on Facebook. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing inside of your favorite podcasting app, or if you're listening here on Anchor, you can favorite the station. Remember, each week you can contribute to the podcast by just being a positive and active member in the community. Of course, I would love for you to connect with me on a daily basis in the Simmer Society group on Discord, which you can find an invite link to on my Twitter page. Speaking of Twitter, please send me tweets or tag me in your posts at Simmers Digest, spelled S-I-M-M-E-R-S-D-I-G-E-S-T. If you would like to be featured on the podcast, have a great gallery pick for me to check out or a fun series on your channel for me to see. If you have any feedback for the show, please feel free to send me an email at contactsimmersdigest at gmail.com. I am always looking to improve and add quality to the show and want to highlight as many simmers as I can each and every week. You are all amazingly creative, talented individuals who make being part of this community something special. Until next time, dag dag and keep on simming. The Plum Bob Academy is a Discord server dedicated to supporting, educating, and promoting Sims content creators. Whether you're a YouTuber, streamer, blogger, or podcaster, this community has tutorials, help groups, and informed staff to help you learn more about how to use your chosen platform, grow your audience, and just support you on your journey. The world of content creation can be hard and lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Find others who share your passion, have been on this journey so know your pains and how to help you. Join the Discord server, the Plum Bob Academy, today. Can't find the server? Follow us on Twitter and get the link, meet new people, find great content, or have your content retweeted. The Plum Bob Academy is here to help support you on your creative path. So come join this amazing group of creators today. I hope to see you on the server. adored The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this Simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining with new content every week. 
The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today, found on just about every podcasting app. Attention all simmers, if you are looking for a hub of sim-related fun filled with a collaborative group of simmers who love to chat, share, support, and help one another as we fill our channels, galleries, streams, and socials with amazing sims content, then look no further than the Simmers Society. This is a fantastic group of simmers from all over the world who explore all variations of the Sims franchises. The group has a vibrant chatting lounge and several areas to discuss and share your amazing content, as well as hosting regular challenges, fun giveaways, tutorials, and so much more. Join today by downloading the Discord app on your phone or checking it out right from your computer. Just search for the Simmers Society or send a tweet to Simmers Digest asking for the invite link and we will send it to you today. Join the almost 200 members and surround yourself with fun, amazing individuals who all enjoy The Sims as much as you do.